This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yeah. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Chase Kinnaman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's gone! Chase Kinnaman takes it in! Off the buzzer, and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford eight! Crawford's got a hurry! Oh! Oh, no! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell, the soccer expert. Mr. Steve Sell. <laughs> I, Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What a fun night last night at McPherson Stadium. It really what a was. fun night. It really was. I mean, uh, the way the Bullpups play, you know, you just heard my spot right as we came on the air. That was about as perfect of a game as a team could play. Or my, You know, it's kind of like in 1991 when the McPherson High Boys basketball team played Garden City and scored 63 points in the first half. I mean, almost every shot went in. Everything they touched turned to gold, and that's kind of like what happened last night. Uh, the Bullpups got a goal into the wind in the first half, and I think they knew. I think they knew at halftime uh, the way the wind was blowing and how difficult it was to move against the wind. That that one goal was about like ten, and then they added a quick one early in the second half, and then you know the floodgates opened up. So it ended up being a 4-0 victory. This is a Capen team that had been to state seven straight years. Capen team that had won 11 out of 12. They had beat Bishop Carroll, the number one team in 5A West. Um, City League co-champions. So that is a quality, quality win for a team that, you know, we talked about it. They were kind of looking for some respect. Uh, You know, Aretha. Yeah, they've kind of been dissed a little bit. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Some of the state, you know, some of the social media online that said, well, all they, you know, they just played El Dorado and Rose Hill and and Mulvane and teams like that. Well, they proved that uh, you know they can play that way against the really good teams because Capen probably the best team they'd played this year. Well, Steve, we've had that conversation a lot. It feels like over the last week and talking about this McPherson Ice Soccer program and gaining that Aretha Franklin R E S P E C T throughout the state, and maybe it's going to take winning a state championship to garner all of the respect from everywhere and and for everybody to turn around and say, wow, what a great program. But I think that they're already at that point. Oh, I and and, and if, if if it's not happened in the last couple of years and look it happened the, before then. Look at counting this year, the last four years. But the point I want to make with this is, is that McPherson is beginning, if not already, a soccer town. Mm-hmm. This is a soccer town. I know that basketball probably reigns supreme and that football is, of course, right there with it too, but this is a town that 
especially comparing to other towns of about this size, other schools that are about this size. This is a community that's interested in soccer. Right. And I think that that's pretty unique for this part of the state, and especially, Steve, you can remember when soccer really began to happen here in this town. And I, I would imagine knowing you, you were probably saying, are we really going to try and play soccer? Come on, nobody even knows what it is. Nobody's playing it here. I don't want to have to go to a soccer game. <laughs> but after all these years of covering it and watching the sport grow in this community, and you see whether it's the boys or the girls' side starting to play at a young age, working their way up, and then reaching this point at the high school level where they are prepared. They have all played together for a long time, and it may not be the same club style of soccer that you see in Wichita, that you see in Kansas City, but this is a town and a community that has embraced soccer, and last night was one of those games where you get to see it on the field. You get to see it in paper. Yeah. You get to see the evidence that McPherson is right there with the Cape and Mount Carmels, the Bishop Carrolls, the St. Thomas Aquinas, Bishop Miege, St. James Academy, all of these schools that for so long have ruled the schools like McPherson that come out of the smaller towns, McPherson is right there in the conversation yeah, with them. and remember, them. there's only been state champions from Kansas City, Wichita, and Topeka. Now, there's only been one from Wichita, which is surprising considering how good Capon and Carroll have been, but it has been Kansas City and it's been Topeka. Those two big metro areas, they have dominated. I just want to go back to the Bullpups for a second. You know, they played with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. I hope they keep that chip on their shoulder because I think they need to play with this, you know, us against the world mentality. And, uh, you know, they played the whole game with something to prove, and they sure proved it last night. And I would imagine with your history and going back and following the McPherson High basketball teams, especially from the 90s, right. whether it was the boys or the girls, that I would imagine you saw that same type of mentality. Us against the world. Us against the bigger schools because they were the small school they in were the 5A. 5A school. Whether they're playing Schlegel or Wyandotte or one of the Topeka schools and or on the girls' side playing Bishop Miege, St. Thomas Aquinas, and going head-to-head -head with the programs and the schools that should be winning state championships and then going into those games and saying, it's us against the world. And well, and I felt that last night. Well, you look at the 90s in basketball. The boys, I believe, won, counting 90. Six. They won six. The girls won the last three of the decade. I mean, we were Topeka's favorite sons and daughters every year. I mean, I, the Seabrook Cafe where we used to always uh, visit uh, before the game, I used to have – there was a group of us that, you know, kind of the – would go up and, and, and watch the games together. Uh, we would stop at the Seabrook. They even put on their sign, Welcome McPherson to the state tournament. They didn't do that for Shawnee Heights or, or uh, Kansas City, Washington, or you know Topeka Seaman or anybody like that. It was Welcome McPherson. So uh, anyway, um, they did play. They relished being that small school that always took down the bigger school. And, uh, and that's know, the way it feels like this soccer yeah, really, program it, it has feels, become. It, it really feels like we're just this tiny, you know, minnow in a, in, a, in, a, in a sea full of whales, you know, and we are the minnow in there, but we're not getting swallowed up. And it was fun to watch this team play at the level that they did last night. And there might be some people that follow the program and say, what are you guys talking about? I mean, we're right there with those teams. It's been that way for a few years, but 
Until you go and win those big games and you win them in the way they did last night, sometimes it's hard to see it. And, and ha- for maybe for other teams to see it. And we have access to other media around the state and and you know you, you go on so you know social media and Steve doesn't have access to a lot of social media. Well, yeah, I don't do much social it's media. It's either his computer doesn't work or he doesn't know how to work it anyway. Yeah, that's true, but but uh, you know around the state as far as soccer, everyone's well. Yeah, they they're a good little team. They're a nice, warm and fuzzy story. But wait till they get up and play the Killer Sharks. And you know they played one of the Killer Sharks last. It was night. a hammerhead. Yeah, that was yeah. And they just they did a number on Capen. Capen's a very good team. And McPherson made them look pretty. I thought McPherson made Capen look pretty ordinary last night. So now they advance to Tuesday in the state quarterfinals, and it's different than a lot of the other sports because they will still be at home for the state quarterfinals. Right. And then it's the final four that move on to the site in Emporia. Is that Emporia High School? I did That's look what that I up, looked at too. I thought maybe they've got a place called Soden Grove. It's some kind of sports complex. I thought maybe they'd play at Welch Stadium. I'm sure our our loyal listener Eli would be excited about it, being oh, yeah. the Emporia native that he is. And we, yeah, and and you know we've been we we played basketball one year in the state tournament at Emporia High School in the first round. Uh, the McPherson girls played at Emporia, so it's over. I think on West 18th. And it's right by the the interchange where you, right. you get onto 35 and the toll road yeah it's it's right on right by the street where my good friends the Schofields live forever and ever oh yeah in, in uh emporia used to live in independence great Virginia. people big yep. fans of the Schofields. I'm sh- well bill just passed away but mary lou's still going strong and and uh um i used to call when we used to play like football there or something i'd always give them a shout when i'd come to town well steve when you get to the final eight you're swimming with a lot of sharks and one of the sharks that the bullpups will have to take down will be Valley Center, who is another one-loss team coming up on Tuesday. But you're starting to get the feeling that if they can win that game and go into that Final Four with a ton of confidence, that maybe this could be the team yeah. that goes all the way. And somebody pretty good is going to get eliminated tonight. That's right. Between Blue Valley Southwest and St. Thomas Aquinas. And really, those might be the two best teams they probably are. in the East. But the way the records fell, remember, those teams play a brutal schedule. So their records maybe not quite as – in fact, I looked at the seeds, and I think it was the – I mean, I think the seeds were – they wasn't chalk, I don't believe. No, because Sumner Academy was 11-5 and or something along those lines, and they yeah. got beat 8-0 by St. James last yeah. night. So it's a little different on that half just because some of the records will be worse. But there's – you've just got this feeling this week, Stephen, and especially after last and night. And Valley Center is going to be a team like McPherson. They're going to feel like, hey, you know, we're not from – although they are a little bit in the metro area, they're kind of – you know, they, they have their own town, but they're a suburb of Wichita. It's going to be a fun one on Tuesday night, and I'm excited about it. And you got the feeling last night, you could hear it on our audio – how loud it was, how excited people were about this team. I had somebody call me last night, and they said that was as entertaining of broadcast as they could recall because not not that we were entertaining. No, we're, but, but we're they, boring. Yeah, we are boring. But they could sense the excitement in the stands from our crowd, Mike. Right. And probably damn, it's probably that Grandpa Danny. Yeah, I, I saw him turn around to the mic one time and go, woohoo! Yeah, I think Grandpa Danny, he... Grandpa Danny's granddaughter, of course, plays for the team, and he gets pretty excited. We we mention Grandpa Danny a lot because 
He's a friend of the show. He is a friend of the show. Yeah. But we're excited about next week, and we'll talk about that matchup a little bit more, and Steve won't be able to wear the shirt that he's wearing today no, to that I game on Tuesday. No, I better not wear that. I better not wear that shirt. It, it, it is his K-State purple. Well, it's not a K-State shirt. It's, it's Valley pur- Center purple. It's a purple shirt. Let's just Barney purple. Don't, don't put, ever put K-State. I, I, don't, I, I won't lump you in with the Wildcats. Yeah, because a KU guy doesn't wear a shirt with K-State stuff on it sure looks like it to me (laughs) all right steve let's take our first break when we come back let's dive into some trivia oh yeah friday trivia. friday trivia and then after that we've got golden state to talk about he walked away from the mic i was going to say did you watch game two last night yes okay so we'll talk about that we'll talk about what else is coming up over the weekend we'll do that next you're listening to according to jim 96.7 fm kbbe you're listening to the according to jim podcast with jim joiner and steve self According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve Sell. It's time for our Friday trivia. Okay. We're starting to get a little bit better at this. but We've narrowed our scope a little bit. Yeah. Steve was asking me questions about the defensive line and the personnel for the 1962 Chiefs before even Lenny the Cool Dawson was even on the team. He was asking me things that happened like before my parents were even born. <laughs> and it was a little tough on me, but we've got it figured out now. Yeah, I, I, we, we know each other's wheelhouse. Yeah. So, do you want to ask the first question, or do you want me to? Go ahead. So, my first question for you, we've been talking a lot about teams from the eastern half of the state. Also, I wanted to incorporate this because my alma mater, Mighty the, Olathe East the Hawks. Mighty Olathe East Hawks, qualified for Baseball State last night. There you go. So, I was a proud alum that last night, but sure. I wanted to ask you if you could name me the 13 active members of the Sunflower League. Now, that might seem like a daunting task, but you have to remember there are a lot of teams that start with the same city name. Yeah. Do you think you can name me the 13 for football? Olathe North. You've got them. Olathe South. You've got them. Olathe Southwest. There's no Southwest. Northwest. Northwest. That there was Willie really Cauley-Stein. You're right. Okay. Um, There's a new one. A new Olathe school? There is. You've already... I'll, I'll give you Olathe East. Okay. How about the opposite of that? Olathe West. There you go. OW. All right, so you've knocked out five. Okay. Think about the other big school district. Blue Valley North? No. Ooh. The other big school district. Shawnee Mission South. There you go. Shawnee Mission East. There you go. Shawnee Mission West. There you go. Shawnee Mission Northwest. There you go. One more. Main Cardinal Direction. I'm sorry, what? It's a main cardinal direction. Okay. It's not a south-southwest. Okay. Um, you missed one. Okay. Um, north. I'll, I'll get you. you Shawnee you, Mission you, North? You were getting there. Okay, Shawnee Mission Okay, so you've knocked out those. Okay. Now there's three remaining. Highland Park. No. Think a little closer. Think a little closer. There are two teams from one city and then one that's on its own. Okay, Turner. You're thinking maybe the old Sunflower League from, like, 1930. Okay. Um, well, it wouldn't be Bishop Ward, then. I was going to say Bishop Ward. You've lived in this city. Lawrence. 
You've Lawrence got the Lawrence High Chesty Lions, and you've got Free State. the Freebirds, as Steve would call love them, the Firebirds out of Free State. Love the Freebirds. How about one more, the newest member of this league? Blue Valley Southwest. No, but you've seen this team play in person. Ooh. And they had one really good athlete. Okay. Uh, that I know you've watched play football. I, I don't know. How about Gardner Edgerton? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought you'd rattle him off a little bit quicker, well, but you, you did okay. Okay. It, it wasn't the best I've seen you, but you did okay. I'm ready. Okay. The Royals have been in the World Series three times, winning two. In the one year they didn't win, what team did they lose to? In the one year they didn't win, so that was 1980. Correct. And mighty Southpaw Tug McGraw, the father of the great Tim McGraw. Yeah. And the Philadelphia Phillies with the, with their old Phillies look. Yeah. That sort of maroon. Yeah, the maroon with red. They yeah. lit them up that year. I, I figured you'd get that one. Okay, so, so we did all right. I was watching Golden State last night, Steve, take on Portland. And, of course, we had the Curry brothers playing right. against each other. Right. Well, their father, Dell, played for five teams in his career in the NBA. Can you name me three of them? Carolina. Well... Charlotte, Charlotte. There you Horn. go. I'm sorry, Charlotte Hornets. He was in Charlotte from 88 to 98. Wow. That was where he played the big bulk of his I career. I want to say Utah. He was drafted by the Jazz, 15th overall, okay. 86 to 87. I want to say the Timberwolves. No, but you're close. Okay. Uh, in Pist- terms of geography. Pistons. Pistons. No. I'll give you one more guess. Okay, in terms of geography. There's three more. There's three more. Did pretty good on the first two. Yeah, I did pretty good. I, how about the uh, Clippers? No. Okay. So he went from the Jazz to the Cavaliers for one year. Oh, Cavaliers. Then to Charlotte for ten years. Mm-hmm. The Bucks for a half a year. And then Toronto for I three years. I don't remember the last him playing on those last two. So. so you were close. Okay. Were you a big Del Curry fan? I like Del Curry. He I didn't realize stroke. he scored 12 points per game in his career. Oh, he could stroke it. All right, so you're 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 doing okay today. Okay. You're about 67%. I'm ready. Okay. The Fab Five basically reinvented the college basketball game. That's true. Name three members of the Fab Five. Well, let's start with great ESPN analyst, Jalen Rose. Correct. Let's then throw in the big man who has been named as potentially the next Michigan coach, Jawan Howard. Correct. And then Mr. Timeout himself, Chris Weber. Do you know the other two? I can picture that. I had at first when I did the question, I said four because uh, I can picture the guy with the gap in his teeth. Yeah, I can't think of his that, name though. That I thought was going to go to KU, and he broke our. What's heart. his name? Jimmy King. Yes, Jimmy King. And then what's the last one? Ray Jackson. He was the. Yeah, he was I, the, I would not have guessed those. He two. was like the fifth Beatle, you know. Okay. Uh, or the fifth guy of the uh, the Who, you know. I think the mighty Arkansas Razorbacks might have played those Michigan teams. Ray Jackson teams. was he was the one guy that didn't start immediately. Uh, actually, Jimmy King didn't start immediately either. Jimmy King, though, got in the lineup pretty quick. But it was like 10 or 12 games in the season before Ray Jackson started. He was a defensive guy, fierce dunker, and uh, never he was the one that never played in the NBA. Steve, you ready for your next one? Okay. We're doing all right in terms of trivia today. Okay. Now, this one isn't necessarily a sports question, uh-huh. but I thought this is up your alley. Okay. And that I think you'll do well. Okay. So you're a big fan of The Godfather. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah, sure. Luca Brazzo. Luca Brasi. So, Vito Corleone. Yeah. You're a big fan of him. Big the Vito. Godfather. The Godfather. Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro. He's got four biological children. Mm-hmm. Can you name his four biological children? 
Michael. You have Michael Corleone, born in 1920, the third. Sonny. You've got Sonny, also birth name Santino. Freddy. You've got Fredo, Frederico. Yeah. The second. What about Connie. the fourth? You've got Connie, Constanzia. Yeah. Look at you, Steve. Oh, I'm Mama Mia. I was Can old. you name his fifth son that is not biological? Tom Hagen. Tom Hagen. Yeah. Do you remember the story of how he became a part of the Corleone? Nah, that I don't. Well, they, they said he was just like, I don't know if he was left at the doorstep or something like Sonny that. Sonny was friends with him when he was 11 years old. Yeah. And he had ran away from the orphanage. And so he pretty much moved in with them. He's their attorney. Not too bad. All right, good work, Conciliary. Steve. Yeah. Um, oh, God, this is too easy. I, I shouldn't even give you this question. Well, I'm ready. When the Kansas City Royals beat my St. Louis Cardinals in Game 7 of the 85 series, who was the pitcher that threw the Game 7 shutout? <sighs> this should be easy. It should be. His name's just getting away from me right now. This is a softball. Well, it's it's Saberhagen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was 21 years old. Did he throw a complete game? Five-hit shutout. I, I, knew, I knew it was well, almost all the game. And the thing game. is, if not for Don Dinkinger, that game would have never happened. It was a great call. Oh, it was game six. One of the worst. Just get it out, Cardinals. Boy, if they'd had Cover first instant base. replay, by the time they had the, they put the headphones on, they'd say, forget about it, just go back to the field. What a tough day for you, it I was, imagine. Oh, I lost my stinking mind that day. <laughs> you know, that was almost a bad word there. All right, Steve, it's the PGA Championship this Ooh, weekend. Yeah. I want you to name me. I've got the list up from 2005 until now. Can you name me just like four guys that have won a PGA Championship? Since or just overall? Since 2005. Oh, uh, Kepka. Yeah, last year. Tiger. Tiger Woods won in 07 and 06. Rory. Rory McIlroy, 2012, 2014. Phil. Lefty, 2005. Give yeah. me one more. Um, Spieth. Spieth has never won. Okay. I think this is the last one that he has not won. Yeah, he's playing good today, too. One more. Mm, this is the. There's a few tough names in here. Yeah. How about the year how about that... Mr. that y- how about Mr. Yang? That's who I was going to say. The, Y.E. The, Yang beat Tiger. The year Tiger. that Tiger lost after leading after yeah, 54 Y.E. holes. Yeah, Yang. So I 2009. Yeah. Not bad. All right. I don't have another one, but... You, I'll let you ask me one more. Okay. Ted Kessinger, the great man himself. The great man himself, Bethany Swede. Legendary football coach at Bethany College. He coached the Swedes for 28 years. How many conference championships did the Swedes win during that time? Well, I knew they won a big one with my guy, Mike Grossner. Yeah. Would that have been like 1993? Pro- somewhere Grosner, somewhere Gro- right in that Grosner range. was a little earlier. Right? It was a little So maybe like 88, some, yeah. somewhere right in that I range. I want to say he was in the 80s, but I could be wrong because... I remember the first quarterback, Mark Eggers, and then it was Danny Bates, then it was Clint Fick, and then I want to say, I used to know all the quarterbacks. Jorge Munoz was a great quarterback, but the Swede, it was the Swede. So this was a 28-year run? A 28-year run. It was the Swedes and then everybody else, and Ted retired in 2003, and they have not won a championship since. But how many did Ted win? I'm going to go with 11. I think you need to set your sights higher. How about 18? You need to set them lower. How about 14? You need to set them higher. How about 15? You're almost 16. <laughs> 16 championships. That's not bad in 28 years. Yeah. And my other question was going to be, and you probably haven't even heard of this guy, but Lou Boudreau was the youngest manager in Major League Baseball history, and he was a player manager. How old was he when he was named manager? 22. Close. 23. Close. 21. You're... you're 24. There you go. 24 years. What year was this? Uh, 
I want to say 46. They won it in 48. Back in the day. They, the la- the they, last... they had 12-year-olds working manual well, labor, 24-year-olds coaching. Dave DeBusher, who played both basketball for the Pistons and baseball for the White Sox, ended up with the Knicks as the Pistons. He was, I think, 22 or 23 when he was the player coach for the Detroit Pistons. What a weird time. Oh, cra- I mean, you wouldn't even think now of having a player manager. I mean, Frank Robinson was once a player manager. I mean, you had player managers. Pistol Pete Rose? Pistol Pete Holland. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so for him. All right, one more break, Steve. We're back after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up this week of According to Jim, Steve, we're running out of time, so we have to go very quickly here to touch on a couple of things. Number one, so you're saying you watched Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals last night. Warriors down 15 and half. No worries, though, for Stephen Curry against Seth Curry. 37 points. The Warriors, I, I just want everybody to appreciate how good this team is. Yeah. And I know that people don't like dynasties and they want these teams to lose. And I'm not saying I'm just outwardly rooting for the Warriors and hoping they can make it four out of five, but can we just appreciate yeah, how good this team is? it looks is? like Durant is out indefinitely. He's not going to probably even play in the series. But if Portland had a scintilla of a chance... It was last night, was up last, 15 and, and half. I, and I told Up like eight Coach, with a couple Coach, minutes left. Coach Kinnam and I were watching that game, and I said, if they don't win this game, they're not going to win a game. Because that's – I said, and I said, before the, I said before the series, game two is the one. I said the Warriors will probably win game one easily. They did. And I said, then they'll have the obligatory letdown. They did. But they found a way to win that game. So that was exciting. Do you have any interest in the rest of the series going on this weekend? I believe that tonight – Will be the Bucks and the Raptors, seven thirty. Don't really, no interest. No interest because it's Golden State. Golden State's going to win it all now. Saturday night, Portland Warriors game three. Yeah, you got any interest in that? Eh, if there's nothing else better to watch, <laughs> how about the next best thing that you'll probably be watching? PGA Championship. Yeah, I'll be all over that. Have you been excited about that the last day and a half? Yeah, because the two guys that that I pick, Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, were one two at the last time I looked at the scores. Well, they are now one and tied for third. Dustin Johnson at four under. Brooks Kepka has not played yet today. Right. He is sc- at seven under. And scores, though, are high. They're going up. The bad thing is I took Rory McIlroy in my picks, and I believe he's like four or he's five over. Cut. Yeah. Tough day for me. Well, Ricky I'd, Fowler, I need him to have a good day today. I had Kepka and Treg had uh, Dustin Johnson, so we're both in, right up there. And then... Everything else going on this weekend, Steve. There is state swimming going on today in Topeka. Regional track today at Wichita in the cluster of a meet. Yeah, what a that may take nine hours to get that <laughs> meet in. I asked Steve the other day. I said, "Do you want to? Do you have any interest in going down to Wichita to watch?" And he said, "Well, I don't know about that. I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think he was a little worried about the pace of play. Steve's a big pace of play guy. I am. I am anti 
slow. I, I don't like anything that goes slowly. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, I saw where Little River played over at Barton County, uh, you know, in their regional. Right. And their first game, it was supposed to start, I think, at like, Oh, six o'clock or something like that. Or Probably an eight forty-five start. I think it was. It was the last game of the night. And it had a six o'clock or six thirty start. They start at nine thirty. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Brutal. That would not make Steve happy. Oh no. Steve is a fast-paced guy. And it always. Crack, I won't call you impatient, it, it but you don't have a ton up, of it. It cracks me up. Like the state will put on their regional times three, four thirty, and six. You know, you're like the first game might not be over at six. Yeah, I'm like, what are you guys smoking? Have you even <laughs> ever been to regional baseball or regional softball? It takes forever. All right, Steve. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Boy, I need it. My sorry body. I'm telling you what, I am one tired dude. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Uh, just don't just don't tell any other people about your sorry body. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's a bad visual. Yeah. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well,